Welcome to the RPG Blender, where we give lesser played games or forgotten settings the roll the dice they deserve. I'm your host, Game Master George, thrilled to welcome you to the newest grab bag gaming. If this is your first, welcome and a quick explanation. Every fifth Monday of the month, we take a break from our normal campaign to try out a new system. I pick one I've never played and guide our players through character creation and a completed one-shot adventure. As we're learning as we go, expect some rules errors, but ton of fun along the way. With that out of the way, join us as we enter a new world in RPG Blender's Grab Bag Gaming Don't Rest Your Head Character Creation. Hello and welcome to the RPG Blender. I'm your host, Game Master. Uh, yep, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I never use this part anyway. Why do I even do this every time? I always cut this out. I don't know why, but it doesn't matter because I'm your host, Game Master George. And today, joining me for this grab bag gaming, we have Craig. Say hello, Craig. Howdy, howdy. And we have a newcomer, Audrey. Say hello, Audrey. Sup, nerds? What's going on? <laughs> that is quite a way to introduce yourself on the hey. podcast. Yeah. Hey. That with so much heart and warmth. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, these are my victims today for this experience oh where we are going to be playing a game that none of us have ever played before. I'm going to attempt to walk them through character creation as well as a one shot adventure of this system. So without any further preamble, let's get started. I appreciate that you started with uh, attempt. I just want to make that clear. I also like the victim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're, we're honing in on the details. I'm yes, vulnerable and I'm sweaty. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we're primed for to table know. topping exactly here we go so we will be playing don't rest your head have either of you heard of this game before if you actually meant to say don't wake daddy then yes otherwise no <laughs> yeah, okay then in that case i'll give you a little introduction uh -oh. you can't sleep it started like that for all of us back when we were garden variety insomniacs maybe you had nightmares gods know we all do now or maybe you just had problems that wouldn't let you get a good night's rest hell maybe you were just over caffeinated. Doesn't matter. Whatever it was, eventually you got to a point where sleep became a choice rather than a mandate. And then it just dropped off the list. And then, and only then, something clicked. That's when you started noticing the extras. An extra door here or there. An extra window looking out onto a city packed with surplus buildings. Hodgepodge towers standing shoulder to shoulder. Roofs angled into one another. Clocks chiming the 13th hour and unfamiliar stars twinkling in the too clear sky. Streets and alleys weren't there before, leading to late-night markets that sold things like laughter and indecision. When you took a long walk down the streets of the mad city, you stopped being a sleeper and started being awake. But that click you heard wasn't from the secret world snapping into place. It was the sound of the nightmares flicking off the safety and pointing a gun at your head. When you crossed over, you became a target. They can smell you now, if they get close enough. The paper boys are closing in and you'd better pray you don't become a headline. You're chum in the water, my friend, and it's time you got ready for it. Before the clock chimes 13 again, you're going to get tired. More tired than you've ever been before. But mark my words, sleep isn't just off the list now. It's an outright enemy that'll strip away your vitality and leave you vulnerable. There's no going back, and from here on out, there's just one simple rule that must dominate your life. Stay awake. Don't rest your head. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whoa. All right. Hey, Audrey, it's great having you here. Uh, God help. Uh, I'll let you know what's going through my head. Always. Yeah, yeah, Promise. yeah, right. <laughs> wow. So, Nothing this is a game where you play Insomniacs. For some reason, you've been staying awake for a very long time, and do 
due to this, your brain has clicked into place and are, you are now able to see these cracks in reality to a parallel world that exists alongside of our own. The, there are dangers within it, but you also have new powers that come with it. Mm. So you are these awakened, these newly awakened, and you will be exploring this mad city, perhaps trying to find your way home or something more valuable. So the first thing that we need to do is find out who you are. First question is, what's been keeping you awake? What is the reason why you stopped sleeping? If you go ahead and pull up that Google Drive, you'll see that that is actually the first question on your sheet. I assume I can't use George's ideas, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. So what is it that troubles you or pressures you into being an insomniac? Are you running from something? Is there a nightmare? Substance abuse? What is it that drove you to this state? All right. So the feel of this game is pretty freaky, pretty trippy. I tried to get something a little bit of a gentle introduction to, uh... <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, 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 real, Feeling... real easy. Mm-hmm. Definitely like that teenage angst mask game that I was talking about earlier. <laughs> this is it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, let's see. Anyone have any thoughts? Uh, no. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go for mine. Uh, I think what's keeping me awake is that, uh, or at least I'll talk it out. Mm-hmm. Sure. Can I can I have what keeps me awake be that there is a uh, specific? I mean, it's probably anxiety. It's just anxiety. But in general, it's uh, wherever I live in this mm-hmm. world, uh, I see neighbors doing things that are just a little off, just a little suspect. And it's enough that I can't pinpoint exactly what's going on, but I'm like overly concerned about that. So I can't stop sort of being a, I guess, a voyeur in that sense. And just mm. if, as soon as I stop watching. Rear windowing them. Yeah, yeah exactly. You miss anything. Mm-hmm. You're, exactly. you're paranoid. Yeah. You're paranoia about. Yeah, there we go. It always comes back to paranoia. All right. So <laughs> there we go. I'm paranoid. It's a good theme for this game. It's a good thing to work oh, off of. Mm-hmm. Only you knew, right. Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn mm-hmm. right now. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know how too deep of a deep story this would be. Um, mm-hmm. Also, do you have any preference in the game, George, to ages, anything nope. like that? Because nope. Uh, okay. If you want to be young, you, that's fine. If you want to be old, that's fine. Cool. Um, probably don't be like an eight-year-old kid. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> Eight, eight-year-old kids are the worst. Never. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna say I'm playing a 15, 16-year-old girl. Um, she's definitely more quiet, definitely more introverted, definitely likes the oddities of life, but I feel like her father, d- her father might be a cult leader. I don't know if that's too dark, but I'd like the sense that she grows up in this place where she doesn't really know the truth and she's kind of brainwashed into thinking things. And um, so she's afraid that there have been things happening in the cults and things like she's noticing with her father getting extremely violent and there's just something not right. And she doesn't feel safe and so i'd like to think that that might have something to do with it is that paranoid no that's not paranoid that's, <laughs> wait a second no 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 no. backing that up but she's not paranoid she is spot on but uh yeah, yeah. It's very uh runaways yeah mm-hmm. so okay like cult proximity yeah <laughs> oh i like that i'll use that says that would freak me the hell out yeah yeah let's do it okay then the next question is something that is unique in this system what just happened to you this is not an abstract something that has happened to you 
in your past. This is literally where your game begins. The scene that you describe here is where we will pick up the game for each of you. So this is the event that is happening right before we begin. So it should be something stressful, something large in your character's life. Ooh. <laughs> I don't want to get too deep on you guys. No, 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 it's good. That's what we want. The name is to drink mm -hmm. the Kool-Aid. Uh, yeah. Oh, not to get yeah. a cult feel, but you know, uh, <laughs> we, we want to be into the game. So, so, yeah. so cool. do it up, do it up. You, you got I think you got a good thread line. Do it. All right. Mm -hmm. Um. Can I let okay. her go first? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm thinking she did something that was very black sheepish of her. Um. Maybe there was someone in the cult who was definitely freaking her out a bit. Maybe it was a woman who um she started getting very strange vibes from and felt mm -hmm. really really unsafe around her. And maybe there was a situation where it was just her and this woman, and the woman tried to kill her and um she had to injure this woman really really bad i don't know how capable my character would be of <laughs> killing someone but i would think that she definitely might have put up a fight in a way that she didn't realize she knew how um saw something really really just off-putting and ran away okay and now she's fleeing that okay so you're running away from this mm -hmm. woman and whatever like crazy in the cold she... yeah maybe something she just i mean maybe she didn't seem herself maybe it was just something really really strange and she had no choice but to put up a fight and she was like just instinctively like i have to get out of here i don't know if this is the best option for me but i have to leave i don't feel safe and i'm out of here she's bouncing okay i like it cool george can i just grab out her coattails and say i've been watching <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it. No, you have a separate start. You do not Ooh. know each other to start this game. Shit. Okay. I'm making Sorry. this hard on me. <sighs> yeah, you are. Really? I was. I was like. I was like. There's an easy in. I've like. I'm, I've been watching all this yeah. thing. I see the 16 year old fending for her life from yeah. like people in robes. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, then if I can't collaborate because George no. needs to make it hard and frustrating, uh, then I'm hurting uh, nobody but me with this. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, then obviously while. Uh, uh, confined to my home uh, and watching my surrounding environment uh, probably with my like with my bottles of water and bottles of not water because I can't leave anywhere kind of situation and uh, and whatnot as I'm doing my rounds and just watching uh, in my uh, suspicious anxious and uh, uncomfortable fashion I notice mm -hmm. uh, one of my neighbors uh, doing a particularly heinous act of uh, of cooking people mm. oh my god I thought just cooking I thought that was where the period was, but no. Well, it, it takes a while for me to notice as I'm watching the activity, but the ingredients look different, uncomfortable. The human. meat looks so much tastier. <laughs> and and it just takes a quick moment for me to notice that there's a specific like finger bone Ooh. or like or like still like like finger itself that's being like tossed into a pan and flipped or something like that. Uh, now are we talking suburbia or like apartment in the city? Uh suburbia, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of think uh like Haddonfield or uh, from like uh, from like uh, Halloween or like Springfield mm -hmm. from Nightmare on Elm Street kind of experience. Perfect. Uh, yeah. And what about you, where Audrey? Where do you see your character living? City, suburbs, rural area? Jeez, I guess at this point. Well, I guess with the cult, I mean, I'm trying to think what would be best, but I guess it doesn't matter if the cult activity is just kind of tucked away. It doesn't really matter where she's yeah. living. It could but... absolutely be a backroads uh, town where everybody yeah. in that town is involved mm -hmm. in this it could be in the city where right. it's hiding beneath it 
I, you get a writer's license. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, have, I, this is mm-hmm. a system where you guys have a lot, lot of creative of... license. Okay. All right. Let's <laughs> then I'll milk this. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling the city because I feel like this character is, I don't know. I, I would really like her to be into oddities. And I feel like a, the city is a great place to just be open to all these different things. Like if it's someplace like New York City where it's just tons of people just doing their own thing and, you know, her just finding a little niche there where she could get involved in like cool skulls and like <laughs> hair and and dead things and you know all that and there's just something really comforting about that to her as opposed to the mess that she has back home okay sounds good mm-hmm. then the next question is what's on the surface this is the first impression that your character gives off How, what would people think of your character when they first see them i think you know the girl from the breakfast club who doesn't speak at all and she's like she has like the black hair and she's just like really like kind of closed off sort of and just like do you know who she is i don't watch movies okay wait i got another one wait i got another one it's gonna be okay that's kind of what i was thinking of just this girl okay Okay. i'll explain the description's good enough for me yeah dark as long as the viewers get it yeah Mm -hmm. dark clothes really just kind of closed off maybe reserved Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. just a little off and that's okay like she's totally weird but the girl went to school with and you go to the reunion 10 years later and you just learned for the first time their name yeah okay yeah and maybe she doesn't speak at all and someone speaks to her and her eyes have to go like (sighs) and she just doesn't know what to say and she like takes her turtleneck sweater and like kind of hides in it you know Mm. something like that Oh, you two are going to be a great pair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nothing but confidence coming from this group. Yeah. Uh, my descriptor is insecure and weak, uh, but uh, probably a uh, thin, lanky guy. Probably doesn't look particularly well nourished. Uh, uh, pale complexion, uh, very clean looking uh, outfit, you know, like a button down that's like only got one that's unbuttoned and maybe one of the sides is not tucked in. Uh, uh, the sleeves aren't really matching appropriately. He's got like a watch on. Looks like he almost has it together, but missing a step for whatever reason. Uh, yeah. I like okay. that. Our characters okay. will be fine. They'll get along fine. Yep. I like the fa- fact that his buttons are mismatched. I'm like, ah, oh, cool. I drive with that. I understand right, right. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's got an identity. He, yeah. he gets it. And I'm like, what? He's I against missed the, the button? grain. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> then the next question is, what lies beneath? This is, what is the part of your character that you don't usually show? to the world? What is your true nature? I think for my character, even though she's very quiet and strange on the surface, I think she's extremely resilient and adaptable. Um, so I don't know if you're looking for those inner qualities, but I'm thinking... Yeah, that's fine. Thinking that, I'm thinking that she's very um, logical and if she has to work through a situation, she can. Okay. Um, and I think for, for my character, it's probably that he is uh, ultimately, even through his neuroses and uncomfortable comfortabilities with the situations around him that he is uh scrappy and bold that once his uh, i mean the reason why he lives how he lives even though it seems to be the antithesis of what any normal human would do uh in the sense that he, his home is pretty much his prison because he doesn't trust anything around him uh he's still doing it because he is so unsure of his surroundings and in that he has 
has confidence in that something is not right. Uh, nice. Yeah. I think okay. we have that in common then. I think that that pretty much mm -hmm. aligns like a good part. Oh, I'm excited. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now, what is your path? This is your character's goals. If if your character existed in a vacuum and you were telling their story, how would it end? Wow. I mean, probably with them dying. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, they live in a vacuum. Yeah. That can't be the best thing for a human. Yeah. This dude is the, uh, what is the classic, the Watcher movie or the Watcher film yeah. about the guy with the broken leg? It's that <laughs> guy, except it does not work out right. But now think about it from his point of view. How okay. does he see his journey ending? Does sure. he see himself dying eventually or does he see himself correcting these things? I think, what I is think he is. And I, th I think probably does in fact see himself dying or suffering or having some terrible result, but uh, he knows he has to do it because the actual thing is alarming everyone else to the reality of what's around him, that there is uh, oddities and uh, and dangers living amongst us that people are taking for granted. Okay. I don't know if that is actually yeah. succinct enough for an answer, but that's what I think. <laughs> Yeah, All right. Fine. For me. So I just, just to clarify, basically, you just want to know where they think they'll end up or yeah. based on her overall character where I think she'll end up like meta wise. If they were writing their own story, okay. how would they end it? Got it. I think she wants like this weird fairy tale ending for herself. Like another way maybe to think of her is like she, she finds herself to be like, like if she were to imagine or like go to the Renaissance fair or something, she would probably dress <laughs> up as like a woodland little pixie fairy sort of girl just super weird like just super you know um light and everything and i think she just wants to live in like like a fantasy land i think she wants to like like learn and stay curious about just the weird things in life and mm -hmm. so i don't think she wants to end her life anywhere like in the norm okay that makes sense yeah okay. yeah finding a way to embrace the inner weirdness and yeah mm -hmm. i guess accept it and be able to live it oh yeah definitely okay and the next thing that you're going to do, if you look on your sheet, you'll see a section that says responses. There is fight and there is flight. There are currently three little boxes in each of them. However, you will only get three boxes total. So what you want to do is think about your character, how they're going to approach these problems where they have the fight or flight reaction. Are they more on the fight or more on the flight? And then spread your three boxes across those two. Awful. Awful. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is where it... <laughs> Does this worry you? <laughs> Yeah. Just kidding. Of course it worries me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, and of course, I, I have to consider, is he like a paranoid glass half full or glass half empty individual, right? Because yeah. there's like, they're paranoid when it's like, stay off of my lawn, like throws something <laughs> at a person and chases them down the block. Or there's like, mm -hmm. somebody's there, I need to hide in my basement and stay there for a week. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I'm wondering how my character is going to be too, because I mean, she's, she seems to be terrified of a lot of things, but she also just like attacked a woman and then ran off so she's right. got some fight in her yeah you've yeah mm -hmm. you've, you've defined a little fight you got yeah. you got at least one point of fight maybe. she just hooked her in the it's face just, and right. bolts it no, i don't right. know what mm -hmm. but, but i mean that might be part of a flight response mm -hmm. it's yeah. this is how i get away by throwing that one punch mm -hmm. and then booking yeah. it ah, and just off mm -hmm. yeah she did a little bit of both yeah jeez uh, <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm yeah. doing it. I'm nervous, but we're here. Yep, <laughs> this is happening. We're too deep in now. You know, now I'm kind of wishing I made like this totally like, <laughs> like beefed up dude. And he's just like, yeah, let's fight everything. <laughs> and like he goes That's into this and he takes bro. a can and just beats it against his head. And he's just like, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. <laughs> next time. <laughs> but now you have next a character time. for the next grab bag. Right, right, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Supernatural? Su- I am supernatural. <laughs> As Craig can tell you, I'm not a lethal game master whatsoever, so. Okay. Yeah, okay. He is, Winks he is. into he the is. camera. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. He but this is what's going to yeah. help you be safe. Mm. Your talents. Your character Ooh. has an exhaustion talent. This is something that people can do, but you are particularly good at. So it could be something like firing a gun, uh, climbing, running, performing calculations. It's whatever your character has, their special talent that sets them apart from other people. Well, mine is probably attention to detail because that's his <laughs> whole that's his whole trap. Makes sense. He said he, okay. he's he's stuck observing, watching and noticing the little things. So right. uh, attention to detail. Does that is that succinct enough, George? Yeah. Perce- perception? Yeah, perception is probably fine. Very well. Probably. That doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good good at all so you can enter that as your exhaustion talent oh okay got it okay this is gonna (laughs) you can x card me if you want but what if she's like into like knitting things and making things like diy (laughs) (laughs) so crafty she's crafty she's beyond crafty though like Mm. you might get exhausted from uh, making a frame out of itty bitty pieces of skull but she's not like she will go ham at it and she'll sell it on etsy like what if like she's just good at crafting and using her hands and coming up with making things did you say little craft- pieces of skull yeah she did say know. little yeah 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 she, yeah, she said weird, little pieces okay? of skull she definitely did she's crazy my girl's That's a great. crazy girl let her okay. live her life yeah we're gonna get along well yeah. <laughs> crafting uh that is absolutely fine i mean these are talents that your character is going to be good at in play so mm-hmm. if you yeah. can think of ways to use crafting if the, well, the yeah if the game i don't know how the game's gonna work but do you envision us like coming across at least like things that we can pick up and work to like make and sure something like that all right it, well, is, up, it is up to us yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> We're up to you guys to find we're... things to work right. with and do what you're gonna do and i mean crafting cool. that does that's not necessarily going to be just mm-hmm. know, bedazzling a right. frame it's, or something like it's that it's more like yeah because yeah. she's into unusual stuff i can imagine she has to think outside the box to come mm-hmm. up with weird things just for herself and uh, i'm sure that being in a cult it must be so boring and so she probably has a lot of time to just get away and chip at uh doing all these weird things so i don't know crafty and a little inventive yeah exactly very inventive i'm thinking okay now the next talent is your madness talent this is something that you gained when you became awakened when you opened your mind you gained the ability to embrace the madness of this new world and enact some kind of supernatural ability you can really define this to be basically anything. This is when the lid comes off and your madness begins to shape the world. You can choose something yourself. I can give you a random one. I can uh, give you some examples, if you'd like, of horrifying things that other people have come up with. Uh, oh, but geez. yeah. What about telekinesis? Is, yeah, telekinesis oh, is turning, absolutely it. Am I turning her into like a carry girl? I just realized. You kind of are. I think you're <laughs> you know 11. I think yeah. you're 11. Yeah, uh, or 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or 11. I didn't realize. Sorry for the viewers That's... at home. Maybe she's subconsciously in my head. I don't know. No, 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 no. It's cool. Everybody can relate. They love the Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the telekinesis. Uh, I could try to think of something else just to no, make it a little bit. Telekinesis is fine. Telekinesis is a like perfectly appropriate supernatural power, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Cool. Uh, yeah. My, I don't know if this even makes it. It's probably not even a good power, frankly. <laughs> but my, not if you're asking that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but my thought is, 
I, I, I don't know. This sounds too crazy, but uh, hey, Craig, very well. Uh, my character's paranoid uh, uh, means of observing his surroundings and taking in the details and the little things and the things that crack through this other world that blends into ours. Uh, his uh, his acknowledgement and validity in seeing them <laughs> pulls them more so into our world than their world. So they actually are omnipresent in both. Ooh. So basically, Ooh. your character is so convinced that these conspiracies or whatever are real that he has the ability to project them into the world through his and, force of belief. Yeah, pretty much anchor them. <gasps> For 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 an extent or a time right. while while his while his while his belief is at that height. Ooh, saddle up! We're going to be in for a game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now how would you describe that? How would you name that ability? Um, uh, anchor of madness. Sure. Yeah. Nice. As he literally becomes the the structural point that allows the ma- the the second world to to uh, fully step and converge into our living world. Damn, that's a good one. All I thought of was silicon. <laughs> Well, well, well. You can I mean, by all means change it if you have a different idea that you think would be. No, I mean, I'm kidding. I, 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 I mean, however, if there is something else uh, about your character that you think might mm-hmm. might might lead to a more supernatural aspect, uh, I mean, for instance, because my dude is nothing but a, a, a crazy watcher who thinks nothing is as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's literally like his paranoia convincing him that it is so real that somebody else is now stuck with his delusions, which are not so delusional. Uh, mm-hmm. So for your mm-hmm. character. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 would be that? What is her what is her oddity that may or may not uh, mm-hmm. have an impact, have a literal impact in the world when you think about her? So I like to be yeah. honest, I'll like I don't mind. Throw it out there. It's workshopping. Yeah, it's workshopping. Like, hey. I kind of like it. Like I like the idea, and like obviously it's been done in movies, but I like the telekinesis because she's if she's scared of things, but she's still powerful. She just swats them with a brick like a right. couple ten feet away. So best of both worlds. Hell yeah. I'll take it. Telekinesis is was, totally appropriate in the yeah. supernatural. Yeah. Like that's like that's like a, yeah. that's like a classic. It's yeah. it's needed for a reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes makes perfect sense. I dig yeah. it. It was just so funny because you came up with this whole thing and I'm like, damn, I forgot you could just like come up with bang. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you make of it. I there mean it's it probably gonna be a backfire for us, frankly speaking, but we'll see. It'll throw us into some lovely conflict. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll really full circle. So uh-huh. we'll get ourselves out of this. Okay, so the way that this system works is you will roll a pool of D6s on a one, two, or three. The die counts as a success. So you're looking for ones, twos, and threes. You start with a disciplined pool of three. So that means at a base, you'll be rolling three dice. As you progress, you may become more exhausted. Your exhaustion, while driving you towards sleep, which is a bad thing, also gives you more power in this world. So for every point of exhaustion you have, mm-hmm. you get an extra die. You also have have madness. Madness is the impact of this world on your mind and your mind's impact on it. So for every point of madness that you have, you will also get a an extra die. Okay. Nice. All right. So, the, so I'm sorry, just to mm-hmm. make sure that I'm on I'm on the same page. So we will have an exhaustion point mm-hmm. scale and we will have a madness point scale. So the madness point scale, for the most part, will be temporary mm-hmm. until well, until something happens that makes it not so temporary. And there's no way to get rid of the exhaustion because we can't sleep or 
or a, do we have coffee? There are ways to get rid of exhaustion. They're okay. not easy. Uh, they will involve hope and despair, which I will uh, cover when it comes up. Gotcha. So when you make your roll, you're going to roll your pool for discipline, exhaustion, and madness separately. And then whatever pool has the highest number showing on it, dominates the scene. Oh, uh, cool. All right. So Uh-oh. if it's your discipline, it pretty much happens the way it happens. Right. If it's your exhaustion, you get a little more tired. And if it's your madness, then that's when those responses kick in and you're going to fight or flight. And then, of course, there's a possibility that my dice, the pain dice, have the highest number. That's not a good thing when it happens. <laughs> oh, OK. Now I'm getting excited, though. This is terrifying, <laughs> but I'm kind of excited. I'm leaning. Yeah. With all this dark stuff, I'm oh, here yeah. I'm living it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> in it now. Does anybody have any questions for me before we get started? Yes. Uh, so what are we normally rolling when it comes to us trying to do things? You will normally roll your three dice for discipline. Uh, okay. Plus whatever you get in your exhaustion pool, plus your madness pool. Okay. So right yeah. off right off the bat, we start with just three dice, our discipline mm-hmm. pool. And then as we, well, however the story goes, our madness or exhaustion will will fluctuate yep okay so to give you a little more information about what your talents do the madness talent you've pretty much described what it does it lets Mm -hmm. you do those effects and when you say the effect that you would like to do with it i will rate it from a one to a six and that is how many madness dice you will need to use in that role cool so the more intense of an effect the more possible successes you're going to get but the more likely it's going to be that madness is going to dominate the scene right oh man okay okay now as for we're so dead <laughs> we already died yeah we already died we haven't even started playing the game yeah, i don't even know your character's name craig i feel so bad i don't even know my character's name <laughs> mm-hmm. so when you use your talent your exhaustion talent the minimum number of successes that you will get is your exhaustion pool so if you have an exhaustion level of three then you will get a bare minimum of three successes mm-hmm. you no matter what you roll it's going to be three successes cool. at minimum if you do a minimum major instead you gain additional successes equal to your pool but in order to use a major one you have to willingly increase your exhaustion pool by one Uh. which drives you closer to sleep and probably death Mm -hmm. so if you're really really itching for some success you can drive yourself closer to to sleep but you'll Mm -hmm. get a big boost in the process yep cool yeah i'm gonna die real fast okay cool (laughs) cool Uh, it was fun meeting you yeah this will be a one shot this will definitely (laughs) be one one shot. That's what Grab Bag Gaming's all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think I've killed anyone yet in Grab Bag Gaming, have I? Oh, yes, I have. Never mind. I feel good now. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, well, it's going to be one of us, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. We got so. real close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway. Any other questions before we get to the last and most important step? Oh, shoot. Ooh, I I'm, I'm, I don't have any questions, but I'm scared. Uh, is that a question? Or... <laughs> <laughs> the as long as you yes. had a question mark at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Perfect. Nailed it. Yeah. No other questions? No. Nope. And what are your names? Oh, right. Of course. Um, Rosalie. My name is Edwin Kane. Okay. Oh, do we need a last name? I don't know. Do we? Okay. Then if there's no other questions, I guess the last decision to be made is who would like to start? Thank you so much for taking the time to enjoy our show. Come back tomorrow for the next part of this one-shot adventure. 
Meanwhile, if you're ready for a live experience, follow our Twitch channel at twitch.tv rpgblender. And if you missed our past live episodes or are interested in some RPG tutorials, find us on YouTube at the RPG Blender. If you want to stay up to date on our releases, you can join our new Discord. Check the description for a link. Don't have Discord? No worries. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RPG Blender, or subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Music is The Punk Rock Show by My Free Mickey, copyright 2012, licensed under a Creative Commons attribution license. Thank you again, and remember there's gaming outside the Forgotten Realms. Mm-hmm.